Hey everybody, this is your host, LaVie. Welcome to Thrift Therapy, the podcast all about thrift life. Recycling, collecting, DIYing, all the ups and downs, ins and outs of thrifting. So glad you joined me for this thrift adventure. Hi, welcome back thrifters. It's time to talk about thrift. And this season of Thrift Therapy is focused on thrifting the world. I'm currently traveling around Europe, hitting up thrift stores in my long-term stays. I've been staying a month in each country that I visited and getting to know the layout of the town that I'm in and finding all the coolest thrift stores. And I'm going to tell you what they are. And I'll talk a little bit about what I found. So... This time around, I'm going to tell you about my time in Spain, in Malaga, in the capital city, and what sort of thrift adventures I had there. So right off, right out of the gate of the terminal that we landed in, in Spain, I could feel the good vibes. It was warmer. It was, uh, the airport was, had a vibe all its own. You know, it had, uh, we landed on the tarmac. Had to walk out the airplane, get on a little bus, take it up to the airport. There were cafes in the airport. There were palm trees. Just as soon as I landed, I felt the vibes. So I had never heard of Malaga before I was going to take this particular trip, but I needed to go to a conference for my day job as a therapist to get some CEUs for my license. And the closest conference to me was in Spain. So I booked it. Happy to be here. It's stunning here. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the thrift scene and all the things that I found, which were so many. But first, let me just say that where we were staying in Malaga ended up being in a neighborhood that was about 15 minutes walk from the center of the city. And uh, then from there, about another 15 minutes to the coast. So we were in a pretty good situation where we were surrounded by locals, local bakeries, local restaurants, local shops. I even got a tattoo at the tattoo parlor across the street from our apartment. And uh, yeah, it was a really good time overall. And I liked that we were staying in a not touristy area, but we had all the access we could use to those areas just on foot. In fact, I think the whole time we were in Spain, we took um, maybe two Ubers, no trains and no buses. We were able to walk pretty much everywhere, just like in Portugal. In Ireland, we took a lot of public transit and it was all over the place in its reliability, meaning not very reliable. Like a bus actually drove past us in Ireland while we were standing there waiting for it. So, but in uh, Spain, very similar to Portugal, we really didn't need transit. Everything was walkable, which I really loved. So uh, let me start by saying some of my favorite touristy kind of spots there so that you can get an idea of what you might be doing if you go to Malaga. And then I'll fill it in with the thrift adventures we have. The first thing you're going to want to do when you go to Malaga is go to the beach. It's beautiful. And uh, now it is a rocky, sandy kind of beach. Like it's not really fine sand. So definitely take some shoes that you can walk in the beach in. And uh, the water is clear and crisp and stunning. And the 
port is right next to the beach that I went to. And so you can also walk along the boardwalk and shop and eat and see giant yachts and sailboats. And just, it, it is a very uh, sort of vacation vibe near the coast. So you're definitely going to want to do that right away. Hang out on the beach for a bit, get your chill vibes on. And then when you are done with the beach vibes, you can head towards in, inland towards the fortress Alcazaba. It's this stunning like brick wall that's sort of on a mountain. And then there's the Gibraltaro Castle up there. And it is a hike, let me tell you. But if you start at the CAC Museum, which I love art, so I try to hit up a lot of museums wherever I am. And um, you can go into the museum, hit a couple floors, and then leave there and you're already like up a little bit onto the mountain. And then from there, you can take this beautiful scenic garden pathway up about halfway. And then you transfer onto this steep climbing winding road up to the top where the castle is. And it is definitely worth it. The view is mind-blowing. And you can see the beach areas and the port and all of the residential areas and the palace and the mercado. I mean, it's just, it is a beautiful view. And there's a wonderful little restaurant up there where you can get some very delicious pizza and the coldest pint of beer I have ever had in my life. And it will taste so good because you just climbed a mountain. So definitely do that. Beach into the city, check out the Roman theater there and the fortress and on the climb that massive trek up to the castle, have yourself a pizza and a beer and you will, you could leave then and be happy, but don't because you can then go to the Picasso Museum and you could also go to the museum that they have there with the modern art. It's really, really cool. Let me snag the name of it for you. Oh, that's right. It's the Center Pompidou in Malaga and it's this big like modern arch like cube glass cube you know how the Louvre has this triangle glass sticking out of the ground it has a like a Rubik's cube looking glass cube of all these different colors that sticks out of the ground and it at night it's lit up it's really beautiful you can't miss it it's right there on the boardwalk near the beach so on your way back to your beach stay you can hit up the museum and it's definitely cool the exhibits there were really neat I took a lot of pictures I'll put a couple of my favorites up on the web page they're therapypod.com. If you go to the show notes part of the website, you can look for this episode and I'll put some pictures of these places that we went and I'll be wearing thrifted clothes, of course, because the thrift was really good. Not quite as good as Lisbon. I would still call that number one, but this was number two. It was super good. There were tons of little thrift shops all over the place. Um, so one of the ones that I went to the most was actually a vintage shop and I bought some things there because I found the prices to be very reasonable. It was very well curated. So let me tell you about that. I stumbled upon this little vintage shop called Ipaca Segunda Mano and it is so cute, you guys. It's like um, just a little shop with some mannequins outside with some thrifty clothes on them but you walk in and it it's like a straight hall and then there's a dressing room in the back but it's chock full of adorable like 60s 70s and 80s vintage hats accessories belts gloves all of it 
And the prices are really good. Like most of the things are around 20 euros, give or take. And then there were a few high-end items like jackets and kimonos and things like that. So, um, but you could buy some really cute stuff there. So I ended up total buying like four pieces there. I bought two dresses, actually bought five, two dresses, a mumu, a jacket, a hat, oh, six, and a necklace, and a pair of earrings, seven. I went there several different times. So I'm going to put a picture of all those things up, but I have those things still with me, even though I'm not in Spain anymore, and I definitely miss it there. It, it's beautiful. Warm, sunny, friendly people, beautiful buildings everywhere, lots of plants, uh, and vintage shops. So a few more vintage shops that I went to that I really like. They have a Flamingos Kilo shop there, which what that is is that um, you go in and different kinds of items are by the kilo. So like jean jackets are a certain jean denim, and that's a certain price per kilo. Dresses are a certain price by kilo, tops, etc. You get the picture. So then you take your goodies and you can weigh them and see how much each item is going to cost. Uh, and it, it's actually pretty cool because like as a traveler, you're not looking for heavy items anyway. So I can actually come out a little bit cheaper if I'm buying by the kilo because I'm not looking to buy. I mean, I already bought my fur coat in Ireland, so I'm not doing that again, right? So yeah, so I bought a couple things there. In particular, I got two really, really cute local dresses, vintage dresses that are Spanish styled with like um like lace sleeves and straight cut and I think in uh they, they remind me a little bit of Mexican vintage dresses too. They have that same kind of vibe, which living in San Antonio I was able to get some of those at thrift shops as well and I ended up paying like I think they were ended up being about 12 euros each they're really really cool one is a black with like all this uh, hand painted and hand sewn on jewels and then the other one is woven wool uh, and so they're both really special and I plan on keeping those forever uh, so those two shops were on my route from my apartment down to the city center so I passed them all the time and I would just pop in and see if they had anything new that I wanted. And I really liked those shops. They were fun to visit. And I, I did end up buying some things there, even though I wouldn't call them thrift shops because they were curated. Uh, they were pretty well priced. So, you know, they were thrifty. Then I found another shop called Mosaic. And that's another vintage shop, meaning it's curated. But this one it was much more similar to a thrift store. It, first of all, it was big. Uh, and they just had racks and racks of things organized by type of clothing, like pants are all together, skirts are all together. You get the picture. Uh, and it seemed like they were doing that bulk vintage kind of thing, like a kilo sale where like they're getting big bales of vintage because they had a lot of variety. Uh, and I just happened to stumble on that one night when I was down in the city center looking for a swimsuit because I wanted to go to the beach and I didn't have a swimsuit. And they were having a Everything in this store was three euros shut the front door. Like, I couldn't believe it because that had happened to me in Lisbon. I accidentally bought a ton of vintage for three euros at Humana Vintage because they have these sales a couple times a year. And I just was lucky enough to hit it. Same with Mosaic Vintage. And I bought a lot of really cute stuff. 
uh, so much. I can't even describe it right now. There was so much, but I will say that one of my favorite pieces is this like, um, daffodil yellow floral printed nightgown that's flannel on the inside. I ended up making like a mini dress out of it. And I have worn that several times, both with jeans under it, with tights. It's like a little mini dress out. Um, it's kind of a tunic shape and I really love that. And then I bought, sadly, I bought a couple things for a friend of mine that I went to ship back to the States, but they, it was ridiculous. It was only, I mean, it was expensive to ship it in the first place. It was like 90 euros. But then when they got there, they wanted like $400 from customs or something. I was like, no. And the weirdest thing was, is I sent a box of stuff back to my son's house in Chicago. And that ended up being like 200 euros. It was expensive to ship, but they only wanted $40 customs for extra money because it was coming from Spain. So I don't know what that was all about, but I lost a couple blouses and a skirt that I bought my friend there for three euros each. They were so cute. So that's sad. But um, let's see, what else did I end up buying there? Oh, I bought a really cute uh, sweatshirt for my husband and um, a t-shirt that I really like, a vintage t-shirt. I got a wool jacket, like it's a little bolero jacket with a red collar that I just love, and a couple of vintage shirts that I rewear a lot under things and over things. They're like 70s type shirts, which I love that. You know I love that. Uh, so that was a fun little accidental shopping spree that I got to have in the middle of Malaga. In fact, I ended up having so much packages, I had my husband meet me for a drink and help me carry them back because it was but that definitely wasn't my favorite thrift shop in Malaga. I think my favorite one, to be honest, was Rastrio Solidaria. They had this little charity shop and it called the uh, Asecaro San Juan de Dios Charity Shop run by the church. And it's like donation based and then they sell things for like a flat fee per type of clothing. So it's like shoes, five euros, jackets, four Shirts, blouses were three, and then, I mean, most things in there were between three and five euros. Um, jewelry, little knickknacks, or a euro a piece. So we went there once a week for our time in Malaga, and we even got to know the dude that was in the shop. He had this little old man. He was so cute, and he recognized us every time we came in there, and he was always talking to us in Spanish, and we were trying our best to understand. We would use our little translate app, and but it didn't deter him at all. He was just happy to chit-chat with us anyway. Uh, so we really liked going in there because we would buy cool stuff and it was really cheap. But also we just really liked that little old dude behind the counter as well. Uh, and it was a really nice walk. It was about 20 minutes into the city. The only thing is, is that in Spain, similar to Portugal, things close during the day. So this shop would uh, open in the morning and then close like at 1 and then open back up at 5.30. So I take my break in the middle of the day. So when I want to walk around and go thrifting, a lot of shops are closed. So after the first week or so, I was able to time it better. That way we were able to do a little more thrifting. We would buy things there. You know, we, we try not to buy too much just because um, we're still carrying things with us forward from each place that we've been. And so, you know, as we keep traveling, we have to be a little bit more selective each time so that we're not having to constantly ship home. 
uh, and or get rid of things. And we're just recycling the things that we don't want and donating them back into the thrift shops when we leave. But we did buy things. Every time we went there, we ended up buying a few things. I bought a couple blouses that I still have with me. I like that are floral. One's black and white. And one's like a really soft green and blues and beiges. Looks a little bit like a painting. I really like these. They're lightweight. They are easy to pack. And they uh, make an outfit kind of pop because they have a little bit of a print on them. And I like those. I still have those with me. Uh, my husband bought a jacket there that he kept and a pair of jeans. I got a pair of jeans there and, uh, yeah, just, you know, real, they did have vintage there. It's just like, uh, mostly like eighties and above vintage eighties and nineties vintage, but they did have some vintage pieces there that we snagged when we liked them or they fit us. They also had big piles of things underneath the clothes racks. We got to dig through those and that was always really fun. It's part of the fun for us. So we liked that place a lot. That was probably my favorite. And then they have another series of charity shops there that we went to j-o-a-n by fudushian sukdeka i i don't know uh if that is an acronym joan but there were several of these around the city and i went to three different ones it every one of them i bought a piece of jewelry a lot of the clothes were, again, like secondhand, not vintage, but they did have some vintage jewelry and some vintage knickknacks. I bought a really cool plate for the apartment we were staying in, and I left that behind as a thank you gift. It was like a 1970s plate with a pheasant on it. It was really cool, and it matched the vibe of the apartment, which was kind of in browns and tropical. So, yeah, I did that, as I do. I like to leave a gift behind. And we walked all over the city looking for vintage shops one day, and we ran across this really random little vintage shop. Like, we didn't know it was there until we got there, and we met the shop owner, and I ended up buying several hats there. That was my big takeaway. Um, my husband bought a pair of sneakers and uh, I think a pair of pants, and I bought a top as well, but we did have a nice time digging around in there and meeting the owner. I've uh, posted links to these shops in the show notes on the webpage, thrifttherapypod.com. So head over there if you are in Spain and you want to do some thrift shopping in Malaga, you'll be able to find these stores no problem on my webpage because I'll put a link to the maps in there. I hope that helps, and I hope it motivates you to thrift when you travel. If you don't already, it's super fun. In fact, I suggest packing really light and just thrifting what you need when you get somewhere. Just take, like, you know, a pair of shoes that are really comfortable. Uh, take your favorite pair of jeans, maybe a lightweight jacket, and just your basic undergarments and things like that. And then just thrift everything else because you will have no problem finding thrift. I have had no problem finding thrift. And even in Ireland where it was the toughest because there wasn't a lot of vintage and I really prefer vintage, you can definitely find cool stuff to wear. It's, it's not a problem. Don't pack your suitcase full of things to bring when you can just buy them there. And then you have cool souvenirs to take back. 
And that's one of the things that I'm really enjoying is knowing that every one of these items that I'm shipping back has a story behind it that will remind me of this time in my life when I was trekking all over Europe with my partner after the pandemic and trying to experience the world uh, in a way that I never have gotten to and that became really important to me after being locked down for 18 months. So I can't wait for that day when I get to go back through the things from another perspective that I don't even have yet and have the memories of this time. So if you're traveling and you're thrifting, that's something you can look forward to as well is that instead of buying like, you know, a little statue of a cathedral that'll end up in the garbage can take your friends back something that you thrifted for them that has a little more meaning and take a picture of where you got it and be sure and send them a picture of that too so that it has a whole story behind it it's a lovely way to experience a culture too because what i find is that by going to all these thrift shops i see what the locals buy that's another thing i don't particularly love about vintage shops not only are they more expensive uh, and they're definitely curated so they're not the variety is limited to the aesthetic of the curator you also aren't really getting a vibe for the locals because it's curated um but in a thrift shop you can see what the people there have had because they're not being sourced by big bales of vintage from other parts of the world these are like donations from people that live there so i think that's one of my favorite things about thrifting as i travel is really being able to see what kinds of things people in the area donate. It's fun. It's like to imagine where this item has been and uh, walking down the streets and looking in the windows of people's apartments as they're open to the sun and thinking, oh, I wonder what goodies they're going to donate. Speaking of that, I don't know if I've talked enough about the trash thrifting that we've been doing. Because we're walking everywhere, we're constantly walking by donation stations that are on the side of the street and garbage uh, bins where people actually put used goods a lot of the time. And my husband in particular has no problem dumpster diving for cool shit. And he's teaching me to not worry about it either, especially because we've gotten in the habit of taking recyclable bags with us everywhere. We just throw it in a recyclable bag and then throw it in the washer as soon as we get home. Maybe we wash it a couple times if we need to. And uh, yeah, doing a lot of that as we've been traveling is what allows us to have such big wardrobes. I mean, if you look at my Instagram page, you might be thinking, how are you having so many different pieces of clothing when you're traveling everywhere? A lot of it is just stuff we find on the side of the street, literally on the side of the street. So, and then, you know, if it's not something we want to keep, we just donate it back. So don't don't sleep on the garbage thrift. Uh, that would be something that I would think would be fun to consider if you're traveling around a lot is, uh, you know, stop and see what people are getting rid of. Anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up there with Spain. We did have a lot of fun. I really enjoyed Spain. I can't wait to come back to Spain. I want to go to some different places. I want to go to Barcelona. Uh, I want to go to Madrid. There are places I want to go. So I hope I get to come back. And uh, if I do, I'll pop on here and tell you about it. Until next time. And next time, we're going to my favorite place in all the world, Paris, France. So 
be sure and follow and like and subscribe to the podcast so you can hear all about my thrifting in France. And uh, then from there, I think we're going to Bulgaria. So that'll be interesting. I have no idea what to expect. All right, thrifters, I will talk to you soon. Stay thrifty and happy hunting. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Thrift Therapy. I will see you here again in two weeks, and we will talk more thrifting. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Tell a friend. And as always, stay thrifty. This podcast was created using Audacity. Original score created by Cody Crabb. Produced by Begin Anywhere, LLC.